Hey guys, welcome to the Rhino Super Strong Podcast. This is episode one, zero, three. <laughs> this is episode two of the Chicago Boys series. Now, um, last week was Dustin Lorenzi. Y'all loved him. You know, he's a great guy. Uh, this week, we have another great friend of mine from uh, Indiana University, Owen Stevenson. Owen is a great guy, singer-songwriter, music director, just an all-around badass, o- a good old friend of mine from Indiana, and you're going to love him, okay? Um, I'm, I've, been, I've been babbling on and on in the, in the, pl- in the, in the front of the show uh, intro as of late, so I'm going to keep it short and just get right into the show, okay? Um, that being said, uh, you know, check Owen out all over Chicago. Um, I've got no public shows this week, all teaching and football games and going out of town with some friends on the weekend and stuff like that. So uh, nothing public to come support this week, but you can obviously go, you know, support uh, this podcast at Ryan is Super Strong on Instagram or Ryan is Super Strong at gmail.com or at Super Strong Ryan on Twitter. You can uh, you can Venmo me money to at Ryan Canute. <laughs> Just Venmo me money. You know what I mean? And I think Owen would probably feel the same way. Owen, do you feel the same? Yeah. Okay, so I see. <laughs> so, uh, don't know why I committed to that when you're clearly going to hear his voice soon. Anyway, uh, I, I guarantee you he'd be fine if you Venmoed him money. So find him on Venmo and Venmo him some money. Okay, sweet. We've cl- we've covered that about the money. Um, go <laughs> rate this podcast. Uh, five stars, please. Don't be a jerk. And uh, that'd be great if you would do that. Um, the only other thing that I wanted to mention is slipping my mind right now. Oh, keep your eyes and ears peeled later this week. I won't say anything more than that. But you'll if you're a subscriber to this podcast, you'll soon find out. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Um, That's all for now. Okay, so what I want you to do is, you know, get close to a dear friend. Grab a chili beverage. Relax. Get comfy. And enjoy the freaking show. All right, hey, 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 welcome to the Ride of Super Strong Podcast. This is Ryan Kudusin, and I am super strong. Today's strength level is bluebird now i say the bluebird for many reasons this is a bird uh, a species of bird that's been around much longer than i you know much longer than i if you think about it uh so what what, what's not strong about that a species that can last longer than a young man (laughs) or you know any species can last a long time i guess but the bluebird specifically is what i'm talking about today because the guest i have with me today is someone that i spent a great deal of time with in a little club called the Bluebird in Bloomington, Indiana. Now, the gentleman I have across from me at this very moment, he's a handsome man, a gentleman, a bearded man, uh, a guitar player, singer, songwriter, band leader, Chicago, not, not a native of Chicago, but living in Chicago, fellow Hoosier. I could list all these things all day long, but let's get to his name. This is my good friend, Owen Stevenson. How's it going? <laughs> Good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing today? great. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Absolutely. Um, you are the second interview I've done um, while here in Chicago. I um, feel honored. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad. <laughs> um, yeah, we're down. We're at the Found Hotel in uh, River North in Chicago. And we're in the beautiful downstairs lounge. 
It is. It uh, it's rustic. I like it. It's kind of cool it's, though. It's brand new rustic. It is brand new rustic. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. They paid a lot of money to make it look like <laughs> exactly. That. Um, yeah, we did. Uh, I used a restaurant yesterday, like the hotel restaurant, and then today we're down here. And th- th- that being said, I'm not sure. This is a public little area for, or not public, but like for the hotel guests. And so there might be guests, you know, walking in and out. But that's great. Let's ask them some questions. We can ask them questions. We can engage them. Absolutely. We don't have to. You don't have to make eye contact. I can make the eye contact. I never make eye contact (laughs) when I ask questions. (laughs) It's just, you know, that's up to you. You know, all that's up to you. Um. So yeah, man. So I already did a really, really pretty good introduction of you. You know, but um, I think you got most things. But you know that, like I always say at the beginning of this of the show, is that this is my show. You know, my listeners know who I am, and there are probably a few people that that um, that you know saw that you were on a show and were like, "Oh, let's listen to Owen on this show." You know, but for my listeners that don't know who you are, you know, and they're going, "Yeah, Ryan, we know him. That's fine," but they're going, "Who is this guy?" He you sounds know? like he has a beard. Yeah, he sounds like a bearded man. Yeah. So the question I always give to my guests at the beginning of the show is. Hey, who are you? <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> I am uh, a singer-songwriter based out of Chicago that's uh, traveled the world on cruise ships, educated at Indiana University in some classical music, which I have not done since college. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I have a weird thing where I'm still in my, I'm in my 30s and still doing a cappella music, directed group here in Chicago. And uh, yeah, just kind of making a living doing music any which way possible there's nothing weird about being in your 30s and doing acapella i that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me (laughs) well it's kind of it's kind of i mean honestly it's kind of cool because it's one of those things that you can do in high school or you can do in college and then often there is no end game like and i I feel like a lot of the arts activities are like that and, yeah. Well, and f- football and basketball. I mean, like, like, there's a lot of those things where it's like, there's not really, you're not. A, <laughs> I'm gonna go not, pro. Yeah, it's like you're not you really gonna grade. go pro. Yeah, it's like, you know, uh, there's no real end game. But like, so if you can find a way to make, uh, and that's know. actually how that's how I got started in the group is I saw an ad on Craigslist and basically like everybody that was in the group was like, I just moved to a new city and I need to meet people and I did this weird thing in college where. I sang acapella and uh, so I showed up and then showed up to the first rehearsal after I made it and they were like. We decided your music director. Yeah. Like, All right, that's fine. That's let's fine. Let's do this. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. So. That's how it often happens. Yeah. Um, cantaloupe or honeydew? It's a good question. To start uh, with. Cantaloupe. Yeah. Do you consider them both filler filler melons? Um, I mean, I could go for an entire bowl uh-huh. of either. Really. But, yeah. You um, like them. I do. Yeah. I think a lot of people consider them what I like to call filler melons because they'll you know you get a fruit salad somewhere for sure they're, and there's they, some blackberries which you love yeah there's some strawberries which you love pineapple guy. but then there's yeah. so much cantaloupe or p- yeah honeydew, for sure you know? you know it's filler that's a good way to put it but when a good cantaloupe or a good honeydew are good it's yeah. hard to beat that it's hard to beat it but you know but i feel like you just never get those things you know what i mean you're not looking in the right places well i mean i guess i'm talking about mostly because when you're served them at places oh yeah it's like you're talking public fruit yeah, public fruit. Public fruit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're in the public and you're getting fruit and they're giving you a fruit then you're salad, you're definitely getting some the chances, unripe yeah. honeydew and cantaloupe. Yeah, and you know that's bad. Yes. Those filler melons are Confidently bad. Confidently can point. assess that. But when you get a good one, hey, man, that's good. You just got to pick it out yourself. <laughs> it's just rare. <laughs> it's just rare. What about, um, how are you feeling about politics these days? Is they fun? No. It's pretty depressing. 
we live in a bubble here in Chicago. As I grew up in D.C. originally, and so I grew up in even more of a bubble there. But, oh, that's right. Are you from D.C. originally? Uh, yeah, Silver Spring, Maryland. So okay, just outside cool, cool. Northwest D.C. Um, so, I yeah, it's I, it's interesting because you don't when you live in these bubbles, you don't run across people that necessarily disagree with you often, but you it's it's pretty divided right now so. yeah <laughs> it is a little bit divided yeah. <laughs> i would agree with that <laughs> maybe not in this room but uh but in the in the general <laughs> in the general world yes. yeah no definitely it's a little bit weird um it's kind of weird I, I i can't remember which comedian i heard talk about it but he he mentioned that we were like we lost the privilege of being bored by politics and yeah. have, you, have you always been in the politics at all? I mean, yeah, I mean, growing up in, in just outside D.C., it was like national politics was our local politics. Like right. almost everybody, even in the surrounding suburbs in D.C., works for the federal government or is a contractor yeah. or you totally. know, is involved. So I it's mean, whatever my dad. About. I mean, my dad worked for the Voice of America, the government radio station for uh, 27 years. So mm-hmm. um, he had a view right out of the Capitol. And that was just growing up. That was life. So that was. But at the same time, it's it's. <laughs> it's p- pretty uh one-sided in those suburbs out there it's not a very conservative area so. yeah totally totally uh, so yeah still bubblish but yeah people th- i think uh there's like dc has a bad connotation but really like the city and the state I mean, like, like the it's not necessarily correct yeah 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 it's, like, yeah. <laughs> it's not it necessarily comes in, what people it's think. in import from around the country yeah, yeah the actual city is vibrant <laughs> and really import, awesome imported in, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> what a weird import yes <laughs> You uh, you miss mother bears? Uh, more than anything, I one of the guys in my acapella group is going back to do his masters in theater at IU, and yeah. I couldn't be more excited yeah. to go visit and just eat. Oh, hell yeah! All the pizza. So yeah, so this is a good. Qu- I was just hanging out with uh, Max Marshall, who's been okay. on the show, is an yeah. old friend of both of ours. Um, we were t- we went to Lou Malnati's. It took uh, Zach Churchill there for his first time of deep dish, okay. and we were talking about mother bears and how we were l- like we love mother bears, but we laughed at their attempt at at deep dish which was just like their same pizza in a square thing but then just marinara on top of it <laughs> so so this is what this is what we got to talk about is that that's not chicago deep dish that is detroit style oh that's detroit and, style deep and dish. detroit style is making a big run right now big push. they make it in the old like oil tins. yeah the oil yeah right and, right, right. Uh, so it yeah makes so that, like, that's crispy that's detroit crispy. style and i didn't know that until i came up here and we had a Detroit style pizza place open down the street from us. Oh, and, and you're I was like, like oh, oh, that's what that that's is. That's what that was yeah, going on. Which there. is also, uh, hey man, that lunch special was. That was at great. Mother Bears? Yeah. Oh, yeah, insane. Hard to beat. Absolutely insane. They, they had, and they had that munchy madness in the middle of the night. Yeah. It was like, well, I don't even remember. It was like $8, and you got like a, p- a medium pizza yeah. and breadsticks and brownies and drinks and stuff. It was insane. Yeah. I love that place. Just College Town College. I mean, let's be honest. We, I don't know where you lived. Uh, did you go the freshman year? Oh, uh, so I did my freshman year at University of Kansas, Kansas and then right, I transferred yeah. and I did four years at IU. Okay. Well, I did three and a half years at IU. So yeah. I, I lived in Reed freshman year, uh-huh. which is, right for those who don't know, across the street from Mother Bears. Um, and we very often ordered delivery. Yeah. <laughs> just because yeah. Yeah. we were the laziest people ever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Let's not take this one block walk. Right. Let's uh, not only that, but they couldn't. They had to just walk it over because they could not park closer to our dorm yeah. than the restaurant. <laughs> so, so somebody's like, doing the walk. Walk it over. Yeah. All right. 
I loved that town for the speed of delivery from everyone. It was incredible. It was you had insane. to. If you were slow, you were gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the students would just spit you out. Absolutely. You know, was chew you up and spit you out. That's what yeah. I was looking for. That's the whole thing. Just spit you out. <laughs> Eat you up and chew you in and <laughs> spit a bunch. Well, we talked about, we, uh, yeah, the, uh, the strength level today was Bluebird. You and I, we were, and I was in your band, True Story, for, uh, I don't know, a year, two years yeah, or something like that. And that a while. Yeah, we had, yeah, probably about two years. We did a bunch of IU, we, like, tailgates. Yeah. We definitely, I definitely fun. did two years of that with you. I remember yeah. like, waking up at the ass crack at dawn, so and then they're giving us beer. So yeah, <laughs> and it's so cold. And like, I remember one time I had to, I had to make a quick run to the village pantry, or it's like someplace around there that, and I had to go buy everybody. Um, mittens, and then we got scissors from inside the student association to cut off the ends of the fingers for Eugene to play right. bass, and like yeah. for me to play guitar with these gloves on because it was so cold outside. Yeah, it was brutal. That's where, yeah, that's where I met Eugene. I think was uh, was in true story, and yeah. then we started playing together all over Bloomington. But uh, and then actually, I just hired him to play with us at the basement here in Chicago, yeah. and that was the first time I'd seen Eugene McGee in uh, probably about six or seven years, uh, and like hadn't seen him in person. And uh, had a blast, and then uh, he was I actually tried to get him on the show, and we. But the only free time he had was last night, and I had plans already. So, so you know, uh, listeners are gonna have to wait until the next time yeah. in Chicago to get old Eugene on here. But yeah, that. Uh, but we, yeah, we spent a lot of time in the Bluebird. We played all those tailgates. We did mm-hmm. house like frat parties a couple times. Yeah. We did uh, all kinds of stuff. It was pretty. The best part about the Bluebird was that we were usually. <laughs> opening on one of the big nights for one of the you know touring bands or whoever right and it, we didn't even line up necessarily we mm-hmm. um did you play when we did afro man yeah yeah uh-huh. so we opened for afro man <laughs> that was totally uh, weird that was it was crazy because that was the third time that i had opened up for afro man <laughs> in my in my life obviously two, in yeah. like it, it was like two or three years of college and i had opened up twice for him in K- ku with a band called lloyd likes mike uh, with guests that have been on the show as well, Ben Morgan and uh, Dave McNally, and then we, uh, and then so then when I moved, I I got in, in your band and we opened up for Afro Man. I was like, am I just gonna open yeah. up for Afro Man for my entire life? But the best thing is, like, <laughs> it, regardless of if it was just like who you were opening for, like, or Hair, hair Bangers Ball or whatever, right, or just, right, right. You know those bands coming through. But we were always went first, so we just like got the night going, got everybody hyped. Corey Fry w- was amazing at you know getting people hyped and everything like that. And then we just got to party the rest of the night. Yep. We just hung out. We had our case of beer in the back, and whenever we needed a beer, we'd just go back to the gr- blue room. The I guess. blue room. Yeah, the blue room. Right. Grab a beer, come back out, and party with everybody. <laughs> while we jammed to Afro Man, yeah. and I found out he had more than two songs. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, that's what I found out too. Uh, he did. I remember the first time I saw him, and he did a bunch of selections from his holiday album. <laughs> and it was like, it was like Afro Man is coming to town. I was just laughing. I assume that show was in June. Yeah, I, th- I think it really was cool. like summertime. Yeah, <laughs> no joke. Um. What's the worst part? Speaking of all this music that we've done and like the fact that you are now a, a corporate musician, you know, so doing corporate. all that stuff. What's the worst part about playing live music? Because uh, we all know we love it. I guess it, I guess it depends on what the the show is. If you're doing an original show or a corporate show or you know weddings or whatever, it's um, it's uh, different. I guess you could say there are the the worst aspect of it. It would be different for each of those. Um, that's a tough question. Uh, corporate wise, it's like, well, especially like weddings you have, I'm the, I'm the 
male lead in our band. So I'm the point of contact. Uh, I MC all the yeah. weddings. So I have to deal with a lot of bridezillas that are, Ooh, okay. I mean, like you, you, we said to cut this song to two minutes and you played two minutes and eight seconds. So right, right. like do things better and all right. this other stuff. And you're like, well, it's over. You should just enjoy your day yeah, yeah. and have some fun. <laughs> um, I got, I had a, a bride or actually a groom very upset this past weekend that I did not DJ the song Night Moves. Mm. Did he tell you that he wanted you to do it? Um, he, di- he did, and I started to put on that playlist that he sent over, and he was like, this is the wrong playlist. Uh-huh. I was like, uh, okay. So then, and and it was everything was running behind, so we played more live music instead of DJing. We only took one break, so I only got like some of his songs played on his DJ list. Yeah. I was like, well, I figured you'd want more. So it's like sometimes you, you can't do it anything right right <laughs> exactly yeah, and that's yeah. that's kind of like the bad thing yeah um I, the worst part about playing live for original stuff is that there's like if you're a struggling artist it's not the same as when we were and when it was the 90s and we were like oh i'm getting into music because i want to like play develop build a fan base mm-hmm. so i would say the worst part of playing original live stuff is the fact that it doesn't pay until you get above a certain point but yeah. it's insanely hard to ever get above a certain point yeah uh, especially honestly in Chicago, I've, I have not found it to be a good place. There's a lot of incredible talent, but yeah. it's, it, uh, and people collaborate all the time and do amazing work, but there's, you, you can't make money doing yeah. original music. It's really, really hard. I yeah. mean, and that's, and that's not just Chicago either. That's no, a, yeah, that's, it's, it's a, that's a music that's just changed. I, it's, I think it's, especially like our age especially like we when we started we had all these bands in the 90s that were just like whether it was the grunge scene or something where exactly. it was like you know this groundswell and everything and you're like let's do this and then all of a sudden it's like oh you have to be a youtube personality with yeah a million subscribers yep i think i have the vibe 41 subscribers on youtube <laughs> oh, so i'm uh, well on digi. my way yeah that's right well, well that's how way. it starts you know and then it'll be a million <laughs> <laughs> years old and then we will no longer be doing music so. exactly we'll be dead um elvis you like elvis because you know that when you scramble a letter that spells evils um you know remember that also slevy that's true yeah um yeah i mean i um i see no reason to hate evils or elvis okay uh-huh do you say do you, have you sang a lot of elvis tunes um i've done <laughs> So I've done a couple, um, not uh, not Elvis impersonation right. parties, but I've done a couple parties that they were like, we only want Elvis mm-hmm. music. So I mean, yeah, I've done. So you're talking strictly you and your girlfriend and in the bedroom is what you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, no, I want Elvis, Elvis. tonight. Elvis. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Elvis. Elvis is great. Entertaining. Yeah. Just changed everything. I mean, yeah, he did in a way, didn't he? Yeah. Man. And he was shaking his pelvis shaking all around. so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shaking everything. That's yeah, really where I get... I think confused a lot of men, I think. That's where I get a that's, lot I think of that's why moves. people didn't like him back then. Yeah. <laughs> confused the men. Yes. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> uh, scary movies or nah? Yeah, I love scary movies. Yeah? You do yeah. like them? Oh, yeah. What's d- Did you see... What's the one that's in theaters right now? Um, no. I haven't seen a movie in the theater in... Oh, forever. Like, yeah, I have a movie pass. Do you have a movie pass? Yeah, okay, I, I, was gonna, I was like, <laughs> if you get that, it changes your life. No, yeah. I, I have that. I've but you just it don't use it. Three months. Oh, yeah, but you haven't used and it? And I have not used it. Oh. Um, but I feel like 
I, what I, I keep justifying it after the first month, I was like, Oh, all I have to do next month is go to two and it makes up for the mm-hmm. first month. And then I was like, True. Oh, all I have to do is go to three, three. next month. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah. cool. Okay. But then that'll still work for a little while. I actually got it like just before they changed it. So I'm like grandfathered into the, mm-hmm. like go to like one a day. Or right. However many yeah. you need. Still do one a day, and I was like, yeah. Oh good. I, I'm glad I got in before they changed it to four a month. Cause yeah. I have never been to four movies in a month. Well, and they just did this thing where they did like the they did uh, peak pricing or whatever. We have to pay a couple extra bucks if you want to do if you want to go to like Saturday night at seven yeah. kind of movie. Good news, and, and always. But they treated it as they treated it like uh, the, the emails were like, "Oh, look, guys, we're doing this now. It's this. It's like it's called ex- peak pricing. <laughs> if you want to do the same thing you were doing earlier, now it just costs a couple more yeah. dollars." <laughs> I'm like, "Don't make this all happy. Yeah. Apologize." Yeah. <laughs> No, but it's pretty funny. I I love movie pass. But there's a scary movie out right now that I can't remember what it's called now. But I'm bad with scary movies. I love watching them, and I'm not scared. I'm like I feel you know like like I enjoy them. They're exciting, but I don't really feel scared at all when I'm watching them. But it's when I am going to bed at night when I like I turn all the lights off. I like lay down, and then my mind just starts going, and I can't sleep, and I get totally freaked out. Is there an Elvis scary movie that you can watch Ooh, in the bedroom? Evils. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I went through a, I went through a horror movie phase in like middle school with my band. We had a lot of great names. Um, uh-huh. Some of the highlights, I guess, were Chain and Chaos. The middle school band. The middle school yeah. band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we were a Green Day cover band for a little while. It was great. But we we would always have like sleepovers and watch all like the Halloween movies. Right, right. Um, which I don't know if you're aware of the worst Halloween movie. Which one is it? It's three. Okay. Because there's no Michael Myers. Oh really? How do you have a Halloween without? Yeah, what's who's the bad one? Michael Watt, Michael Myers. Who's the, oh was it like like was it one of his family members or something it was, like that? No, it was like a thing in the TV that was like they have this theme song that's like eight more days till Halloween, Halloween, and then like yeah. you see it and then worms and centipedes crawl out of your eyes and you die. Oh, kind of like ring, like like yeah, the, like it the was, ring. It was just like oh, they didn't need to make this. That's weird. It's <laughs> so like a weird. They idea. were like oh, Jamie or Lee it Curtis have been is a out. Different movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> they could just make a different yeah. movie. They were like, well, we don't have Jamie Lee Curtis, so no one's gonna watch this. Yeah. Third aren't they making another one? And Jamie Dude, Lee Curtis is coming back. They don't stop. They've made they're like nine or ten now. Yeah, I heard that Jamie Lee Curtis was coming back for yeah. another one. I was like, I stopped. Awesome. I stopped watching them after like H two O. Is that the one with LL Cool J? And, <laughs> and that then, came out like when we were in high school. Yeah, at the yeah. end of the at the end of the movie, they like cut off his head, and then all of a sudden, Ooh. there's a sequel. And yeah, we're right. like, wait a minute, <laughs> yeah. he has no head. Yeah. He has no damn head. It's not even his superpower. And then there was Freddy versus Jason, which I never understood because Freddy, you know, it's like that's crazy. Yeah, it's like Freddy's a dream right. man. Right. Seems like he would win, but <laughs> what you know? There's a lot of talk about the fact that candy canes are just a holiday treat. But why don't you think we can get them year-round, really? I mean, you can. You just have to go into your basement because you didn't use them all. Yeah, because they're still there they're, for yeah. Christmas. I mean, why <laughs> Why do they need to produce them the rest of the year if you just buy too many at winter That's true. time? And That's true. But, I mean, it's just it's just a shape of mint, you know, of yeah. a mint candy. It's like, why can't we get that anytime we want? Um, I mean, I think uh, I, I would be okay getting that anytime you want, more passionately, I would prefer to be able to get um, all of these special Reese's special? peanut butter cups ooh, ooh, year round yeah, because yeah, yeah. like the Easter, egg, the Easter the egg. egg and like the the tree, the Christmas tree, anything, yeah, yeah, yeah. any of those special God, things are God. just better. The Easter the, egg is like the best. Yeah, it's version the ratio. Of I feel like like something about the, yeah. It flips it. It's, it's better than the cup. It's better. Yeah, so, and for I love, some reason, I love. Reese's of course, hey cup. man, I understand. I know you're, I'm not, I know you're not slamming on the cup. Yeah, I'm just, absolutely but it's not. something about that egg. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's crazy. Do you like the Butterfinger eggs? I don't know that I've ever had those. Those are, yeah, the Easter candy is where it's at, I think. Yeah. But the, they have those. That's they have really little, what it comes down they to. Have those, <laughs> they have those little eggs. The, uh, that Butterfinger has yeah. an Easter egg, and yeah. it's so damn good. Man, Butterfinger it's like cr- It's like crushed up the, pieces yeah. of, the, of the, like the peanut butter filling. Yeah. Very tasty. Yeah, absolutely. Very, very tasty. And you get to taste it for a while because it's stuffed to your teeth. And the oh, yeah, it's stuck in there. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that tears up your tears up the root of your mouth, all yeah, that stuff. It's absolutely. really good. Really good. Gets into your bloodstream faster. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole point. <laughs> Just jack you up. Um, all right. Well, you know, the guests or the listeners are starting to get to know you. You know, we're asking you a lot of hard questions, obviously. And I think the best way now for them to get to know you further is to show them a track. Let's do it. So um, you told me you wanted to show them the track Come To You. Come To You. Yeah, this is the first single off of my last album, which came out uh, like two years ago. But Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's called Come To You, track one. And it's a fun one. We shot a music video for downtown Chicago. So this is it. Awesome. Here you go. Here's Come To You.
<laughs> there it is. That was it. <laughs> that was it. The audience knows I often react to dead air, so I like to <laughs> really, uh, really over-exaggerate my my uh, my reactions. And then, uh, but then as I'm editing this one, I actually do listen to all these tunes I put in, and I'm always like, yeah. Sometimes I have to redo my. <laughs> you have to read it. No, that song was actually about the death of the. <laughs> and you're like, woo, woo, wowie, zowie. My favorite was one time I was doing a radio interview, and and the. Um, interviewer the host had a separate microphone that he clapped into right like the perfect delay on it so it sounded like a studio Multiple audience people. yeah yeah, 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 yeah. oh clapping. that's a good idea yeah yeah that's very cool yeah hmm, i don't have anything like that that's cool man <laughs> hey man we're working with the budget right here. now yeah <laughs> that's, that's what we've got uh no but th- yeah i'm excited we're gonna share a few more or t- a couple more tracks today so i'm excited to, you know I, I love producing this show and giving you know all my it seems cool like you've friends. had fun doing this oh it's very fun. It's, <laughs> it's ridiculously fun and i uh, get to you know just to hype a new friend each week and show people it's cool it's like a it's kind of, i mean it's not i guess it, it is a time capsule eventually i can go back and listen to all these in the future but it's it's been you know especially like for someone like you i guess like you or it's like yeah I, we don't get to hang out very much or talk very much yeah. and then just to be able to like be like hey get on this show come and yeah. hang out and do this show it's very fun for me so that being said um after that track, I'd like to bring you into our first segment, uh, into a little something called the Compliment Corner. Oh, that sounds friendly. <laughs> it is friendly. The beasts of the forest can be mean and make your day gloomy. To make the world a better place, Ryan welcomes his friends to a magical space called the Compliment Corner. So yeah, so in the Compliment Corner... What happens is, um, you know, the, the world's dark. Politics are crazy. People are mean. Uh, people can be rude. You get in your car, you get honked at. That's not fun. That's not a fun sound. And the days get long and hard. And uh, so what I like to do is uh, spend a little time in the compliment corner where basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to look you in the eye. I'm going to give you a compliment that I mean. Then I'll flip it around to you. You'll look me in the eye. Give me a compliment that you mean. We're both going to walk out of here one compliment heavier at the end of the day. I like it. Let's cool. Do that. cool. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah. So my comment, my comment for you is we met. Uh, what year would that have been? Two thousand eight, probably. Uh, that was seven or eight. Seven. Seven. Yeah. yeah seven. Uh, you know, and you were leading the band True Story. I think you'd been around for a while. The band had been around for a little bit because I think Dustin Kester mm-hmm. had been drumming before I was in yeah. it. And Eric Manweiler was the original drummer. Oh, that's right, that. Eric Manweiler. That's right. Yeah. So Eric and then Dustin, and I think. Steve, Steve Such, Such did he while, yeah. do it before I did or after I did? I can't remember. I don't know. Can't remember what happened there. Yeah, that's all. But because he subbed for me a couple times too. Yeah. Uh, but uh, either, either way, you had a cool band that you were working out. You know, and I and I was also like used to running bands and working with people and stuff. And uh, and I so first of all, my first kind of experience with you was uh, as like the band leader for that group. And I thought you were just first of all, you had done a when Eugene and I came into the band, you had just kind of we had. Uh, you had done a bunch of like new people in the band, you know, so you, you were kind of like, this is kind of a new band, but we're still doing all this old tunes that I've been doing and all that stuff. And you were able to get everybody on the same page really quickly, which as a band leader can be hard to do. And I, and you just, you said this earlier that like when you show up to places, you often get put as the music director <laughs> before you've even done it. And I, which I, happens to me a lot as well. And so I, th- so I think something that I've always been impressed with you uh, is that, not only do you have a lot of hustle and you like, and you know how to do stuff, but you're also extremely open to leadership, like opportunities when they come to you and you take that seriously and you care about the people that, you know, that you're leading, you know? And so, which I've always admired about you. Cause I think that's something like as a leader, 
that's something that you need to be like it's you can be a dick if you want to be a leader or you can be open to people you know like you really have two choices you know <laughs> there's and, and i i Only feel like you're, you're you're you take a lot you take people into account and you care about what they're saying you know and that was from that back in those days and then as an adult as a, as adults now i think we've you know we don't we haven't had much time in the bandstand together but we're still I, we, when we do get to hang out it's always fun and like, you know it's and so yeah, i think that's just the kind of guy you are thank you man that's yeah. that's a really nice thing to say of course uh, yeah well i i would like to say that we have we've seen each other in person other than today one time in about the past as it, I think it's just once in the past decade. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, since, yeah. We, since we graduated from IU. And I love the fact that when I called you like seven, it had been seven years, uh, my fiance Candace and I were out in LA and we were like, hey, like let's meet up. And just like zero hesitation, you were like, where are you staying? And I was like, Silver Lake. You were like, I'm there. I'll be there. Let's meet up. Let's get coffee. Let's catch up. Yeah. And, um, and then... It, I haven't seen you since then in yeah. person. Um, and then I show up here and I think one of the best things is uh, being able to make someone feel comfortable and also just make it feel like no time passes yeah, and yeah. just feeling comfortable. And, and you, you meet a lot of people, especially like, I've moved around a lot with cruise ships and, mm-hmm. and um, uh, college, really just cruise ships in general, you're moving around a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh s- you really get to know people, um, find the people that you will stay in touch with and you actually like care about. And that's a smaller and smaller number as time goes Big by. Time. Yeah. And so I, I am confident that you are like that to many people that it doesn't matter how much time has passed. It's just like, Hey, let's get together. Let's shoot the shit. It's sure. Just, uh, let's hang out and be goofy and it's going to be <laughs> great to see you. And, uh, yeah and in a professional standpoint i'm trying to think of what exactly it was but um that's what you said was very nice about um the band leader stuff um and i think that's one of the reasons that i (laughs) liked you from the minute one is i don't remember exactly what um what you said and we never had an issue with with like unprofessionalism with drummers especially we had all those guys are great. Yeah, they're all great. They're all so solid and doing incredible things. Um, But I hadn't met you before. Yeah. And you came in and I was like, well, he's in this this school music. That's cool and everything. But like, is he going to be like cool? And I don't remember exactly what you said, but you said something that made me just like click in and just be like, oh, this is, he's going to be professional and fun to hang out with. And he's just going to, it was something about, I don't even remember. This is a terrible story right now. (laughs) But no, but I, re- I, I, I like vividly remember something <laughs> happening where I was like, oh, he means business and is ready to party. So <laughs> it was you, well, you were good. basically uh, a mullet in person form. Oh, so yeah. Oh, you were whoa. business up front yeah, and then you, you partied. Yeah. Yeah. I still I, I definitely feel like that. Yeah. No one's ever compared me to a mullet before, but I'll take it. <laughs> well, thank you, man. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Well, that's been the compliment corner. Did you enjoy that? I loved it. It was great. <laughs> Yours was way better for me. I'm sorry that I... No, 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 no. You we knew that that segment was coming up, though. Exactly. So. No, exactly. It's unfair. It's unfair <laughs> in a lot of ways. <laughs> no, everybody likes the compliment corner. It's a very nice, warm yeah. place to be in, you know? I it feel feels warm. good. Um, okay. Next segment. This is a segment called Read Your Last Text. You have to... <laughs> Read your last text. You have to. 
in this segment, you have to read your last text that you sent or received. No context. No context at all. Um, unless it's one, one that was between us. That's like logistical. That's lame. But just something. You don't have to say who it's from or if you sent it. And I'll do mine first so it doesn't, so it doesn't feel like. Is this the one that I, is it what I sent or was it, is it what I received? Um, it, either, either way, whatever, whatever one the last one is. Um, uh, let me see. Where is it? Okay. Okay, my, I'll go mine first so that it doesn't feel like I'm just putting you Great. on the spot and I'm not going to do it. Okay, this one says, you having a good time? At least you're missing out on the heat. That could be applied to so many things, but I think we all know what it applies to. Yeah. Well, the heat, that could mean police. Yeah. What, it, what else you? were you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> um, what does yours say? Uh, mine which just came in. Uh, I mean, it just says correct. Oh, yeah. Um, but That's it was good. confirming that I called in sick to work. Not sick to work, but that I called in to not go into work today. Oh, nice. Perfect. <laughs> you had no work today. You didn't have to go into work, but you had to come well, here. Well, canceled one work to go to a different work. Different so, work. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I actually just did the same thing today. I had to text about a, a date that I had. Like, I, I, I'm bad about. You, do you have people ever put you on hold for dates or whatever, which I hate? I mean. Not really, because I'm the one putting people on hold. Oh, okay. You hate, okay, okay. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, I, I don't like, and I do that too. No, yeah, I, I, know, I yeah. hate getting put on hold for it. Where they're like, "Hey, can you hold these dates or this date?" Or, and I'm like, oh, "Okay." Then I do it, and then so, I, I don't always remember to write it down or put it down and stuff. And then like, so then I got I got asked to do this shoot day on the on July 30th, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I can do that. I've, I'm I'm free that day." And then like then yesterday I get hit up. Oh yeah, okay. So we're confirming that whole we're good, you know. And I'm like, oh shit, I just confirmed that, you know. So right. then I'm like, ah, damn it. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's just me being stupid, and uh, I, oh, it's only my fault. You know, it happens. It's uh, it's, as long as it doesn't happen on a regular basis, I yeah. feel like that's that. The good news is that means you're working. Exactly. Yeah. And um, especially over these summer months, it's just insane. It, it, that's what I said. So, that's what, exactly what I wrote. To, I'm like, I'm really sorry. My, the summertime yeah. is just crazy with floating dates all and, the time. And uh, it means you're in demand, which is awesome, yeah, which is good. not surprising either. So it's, you know, it's, it's, I get it. Yeah. That's <laughs> one of those things. I feel bad about it, but yeah, yeah. I, but that's how it goes. Sometimes. I also feel bad when I, uh, I, one, I feel bad when I give people a hold and then to- totally just forget to follow through and be like yes or no. Oh right, right, right. But also yeah, yeah, like yeah. it kills me when I have people on a hold for because that's that's really what I do is I get people on hold because these people are like hey let me get back to you and like and then I don't hear from them and then it's like they're asking about a gig and it's uh, it's all back and forth. I'm like I just I want to get you this money but if you have a gig you have to take it and take it and mm-hmm. then they get back and they're like yeah we need you and I'm like. Oh man, you're terrible at this. <laughs> you're terrible. At this. Well, that's hard. It's hard, man. It's uh, the yeah. That's uh, being a music director can be frustrating because that, like that's what, what I do so much work with different corporate events. Yeah. That sometimes I'm music director, sometimes I'm not. Is that how that works for you as well? Yeah. So I mean, the wedding band I play in, I'm not actually. A, I'm the band leader at the gig, but yeah. we have consultants that book the gigs. Yeah, yeah. So right, right. it's it does get a little wonky where it's like day of, even if the consultants are sometimes on the gig with me. Yeah. So and um, I'm sure you have regular guys that you use a lot and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and they they book all the people that play with it. Yeah. And it's a different band every time. I mean, I mean for the most part. Yeah. Like it can be a different band every time. Yeah. Um, 
but sometimes you're on the gig and you're like, well, you booked this, so you know all the details, but I'm the band leader, yeah, so yeah. This is, it's a little confusing. That stuff is confusing. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, I ex- like that's what's frustrating to me is that I, I love it when I'm just the drummer at a gig <laughs> because then I have theoretically less to worry about. I'm literally never ju- – and I, this is something that I, as I get older, would love to do is uh-huh. get more used to playing with different artists in that, like – backup role like hey yeah i'm here to provide you with a solid rhythm guitar and some backup vocals this yeah, be, yeah i would love to do that sometimes yeah it's <laughs> nice great. it's a nice feeling but the problem is that like i still get texted like because it's like with it's always with like people that i've been the music director for and stuff so like i'll be like on the way to the gig hey what are we supposed to wear where are we parking yeah. Where's, and i'm like i don't know i don't oh, know man. that's <laughs> what's so going I, on i on the back of the set list now for any gig i do i, ha- I print out the schedule for the entire event good call and yeah. so but it's amazing how often they still ask yeah the schedule and i just say it's on the back of your set list yeah it's on, it's on i the do what i do is i do one everyone everyone about how long my emails are when I, like they're like they're like you send such a big email but i'm like i send one yeah exactly one email i'm like i'm like i'm like yeah that's a long email but it has every single fact and any question you could have yeah. you could want on a gig like i've answered the questions so then when i'm getting texts i'm like email <laughs> Yep. They're like, oh, it's so long. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> Read you can it. Search. Yeah. Just like, just type in the search function. Yeah. What What is your yeah. question? Type in that keyword. Yeah. I put it in there. Put in all the information. Yeah. Like, oh, you write crazy emails. I'm like, no, but I don't write emails every day because that's my other pet peeve. Is like when you, when you're, when you're, uh, when you're in a band and, and like the music director or somebody's emailing you. Oh, can you learn this track? Oh, we're gonna add this track. Oh, yeah. we're gonna. Oh, can you think about this? Oh, we're changing the thing. Oh, we're doing this. Can you meet this? You know. Yeah. And you get like thirty emails over the co- you then, know over the course of a couple inevitably weeks. Inevitably, one of them gets lost, or like it's you can't. And then they get mad if you 30. forgot. So, wait, right. you didn't? No, I sent out the chart for this. <laughs> well, you know, you're like, well, yeah, you sent thirty different right. emails. <laughs> I missed one. <laughs> yeah. But you know, hey man, you know, pet peeves. You That's know what another pet peeve of mine is with the emails? What is when people, <laughs> when they have their logos at the bottom and it says there's an attachment. Oh right, right, right. And it says there's an attachment in the thing. So I'm looking for that chart. But yeah. every single email has an attachment. So I have to click through every one of those 30 emails. Yeah. And really, the attachment is just their logo. Yeah. And so it takes forever to find that, that PDF of that chart. Anyway, that's a nitpicky pet peeve. I, I get it. I get it. Hey, man, we're all the things that annoy us are, yeah. are ours. I'm glad I got that off my chest. <laughs> I'm glad you did, too. <laughs> normally, I have an airing of grievances game on here. Not normally, but a lot of times. But I didn't plan for it today. Oh. But so we just had a little pet peeve section yeah. where we just kind of got some things off our chest, really which had the same effect. Games. Had the same effect. Yeah. Um, normally, that game is called "Get Your Dang Butt Out of My Face," <laughs> but we just did it. You know, we did a we did a friendly version where we didn't tell anything. To, yeah. To get crazy. So, um, actually, I think now would be a good time for another track. Let's do it. If you're down. Get your dang butt out of my face. <laughs> Here's the next track. <laughs> exactly. Um, th- speaking of getting your dang butt out of my face, <laughs> this track was going to be called Love is the Best Thing We Do. It is, yeah. So love butts them. are in- involved in love sometimes, and For it sure. can be <laughs> part of part of a loving experience. Yeah. It's 2018. <laughs> this is also... <laughs> Everything's on the table. Um, yeah, so this is, the, this is a track on the same album. Same album. Yep, this has a little Motown feel to it. Ooh. Got some horns, some uh, yeah, some good, good tunes to it. Cool, man. All right, well here we go.
I don't think there's a, what what else could even come, come close friendship, but that includes love. Yeah, right? exactly. If you're doing it right, food, but that you know, if you make food with love, that's when it makes it really right. good. Yeah, soul food, you know, soul love down there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, yeah, I think you're right, and I think there's no other thing that we do better. That's you know what. It sounds like it would be good. In uh, the song breathing. Form. <laughs> 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 We're pretty good at breathing by now. We don't even think about it. Love sometimes can take work. It's true. Breathing. But you know, the best things take work. So That's true. Oh, right. Yeah. So it's really the best. <laughs> if you don't have to work at it at all. Um, okay. The next segment we're going to do is called Beg the Universe for Something Small That You Want. Beg the universe for something small that you want. In this segment. And I'm glad that nobody's down here right now because we will yell. <laughs> cool. Um, in this segment, you know, uh, when you uh, everybody has dreams, aspirations, goals, things that we want, but it's always big. It's like I want a million dollars. I want to live in a mansion. I want a yacht. You know. And so I think this is a fun game because what I like us to do is beg the universe. It can be a higher power. You know, the Lord. Anything that you that you. Uh, I, but I call it the universe on here. You know, just to be a little more inclusive and not you know and not to make anyone feel awkward or anything. Um, so we, you know, we'll beg the universe for something small, something very, you know, something small that we can get easily so that when the universe comes through, it feels good, you know? So I'll, I'll say what I'm going to, what I'm going to want. Um, and then, and then you'll say what you're going to want and then we'll count to three and then we'll both beg. And I mean, really big, you know, you commit, if you cry, it's fine. 
if you scream, it's fine. You know, we're alone down here right now, so it's a good time yeah. to do this game. Um, I'll go first. Um, I'm starting to get hungry. It's Monday. Uh, I'd like a sandwich at some point today. I'd like a sandwich or some kind of sandwich-like lunch at some point in the next, you know, couple of hours would be nice. You yeah. know what I mean? So I'm hoping that the universe can score me some kind of lunch food for me because I, I need it. That's what I want. I like where you're going with that. Um, I really want this caffeine from this quadruple espresso that I didn't <laughs> order but got uh, kicks in, and I'm going to be awake for this day Yeah. to just take it in and just be awake. Oh, yeah, I feel you. For it. My eyes are going to be open. Yeah, because you ordered a red eye, which is a, a cup eye. of coffee with a shot of espresso. Exactly. They gave you what looks to be a quad they shot of espresso. We're very confused, even though it's a solid coffee chain. And the one guy has kept on saying, "Yeah, red eye, red, red eye. eye," and like he like, like he knew what it was. Yeah. But, um, but and then he, he, and then there was like he had an ice drink that he made and then shook his head and poured it out and then all of a sudden it was there weird. was like there was a all this kind quadruple shot of espresso. Yeah. Which is also fine. It was strange. Yeah. It's a strange experience. Okay, that's what you want. You want yeah, the caffeine I just to want kick the in. caffeine. Is yeah, I want the caffeine. To okay, kick you in. ready to beg? I'm ready. Okay, I'll count to three, and then okay. we'll both beg the universe for what we want. All right. One, two, three. Universe, give me the caffeine. <laughs> I'm hungry. Go I'm in getting my hungry. Stream. Look, it doesn't even have to be a sandwich, but I'd like something to eat. I just want to be awake <laughs> and my eyes to be yeah. open. Give me some life. I'm starting to cry. I'm now starting to cry in front of my friend. <laughs> and now there's people walking in, and they're going to be weirded out <laughs> that we're yelling at the microphones. It's, it's cool, though. It's <laughs> Perfect. I think that was good. <laughs> I, I don't know how long good. that usually lasts. but Oh, it just depends. Oh, okay. It just depends on the, on the mood. Yeah. But we both begged the universe. I I begged a little, yeah. Do you think you're going to get the caffeine kick you need? Uh, I think so. I think the potential is there. The potential is definitely <laughs> there. It's it's I, there is now an empty cup in front of me. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you've got um, you've got the the, the stuff you need to get the kick. And, yeah. yeah, it should kick in. Um, yeah, and I think I'm definitely going to have some kind of. <laughs> 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 and I think I'm going to get some kind of lunch at some point. Soon. Can you hear my eyes through this microphone? <laughs> They're very wide. Wow! 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 Um, all right, man. Well, we're coming to the end of the show. It's a very silly show. Um, it goes pretty quickly. The last question I always like to ask my guests um, is basically because, you know, the name of the show is Ryan is Super Strong. That's me. Um, there are lots of types of strength, physical, mental, theoretical, s- emotional, spiritual, all the things that end in all or a bull. Mm-hmm. And um, so basically what I like to do is ask my guests, hey, Owen, are you super strong? I mean, I feel I feel like I'm pretty strong. Yeah. Um, mostly in the literal sense. Okay. I carry it everywhere outside of my gut. Mm-hmm. That's where my strength is. Okay. Physically speaking. Yeah. Um, yeah. Emotionally, I think you, if you're in the music business, you have to be. That's true. Um, <laughs> it's a pretty rough game sometimes. But uh, yeah, I I. Maybe I should draw some more strength from my friend Ryan, who is Ooh. definitely super strong <laughs> in every way, shape, <laughs> and form. <laughs> Sweet. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. So the reason I asked that 
um, is because I like to have my guests kind of give uh, a little piece of advice. It could be for any type of strength that you that you have in mind, um, but basically that the that the listeners can use as a mantra, kind of from you know for this whole week until the next guest comes on and gives their piece of advice. But and it can be whatever you're feeling today. It can be silly or serious or big or physical or spiritual, any kind of that thing that you're that you're thinking of. Some kind of advice you can leave the listener with, because ideally there's you know one or two listeners that really connect with your type of personality or your music or something like that, and they want to be more like. Owen Stevenson for sure um, yeah I mean I I guess I'll go somewhat serious do it. And, yeah a lot of people do that um, that to be super strong uh, I think you, one of the biggest things is to listen and one of the hardest things to do but it shows real strength is to actually uh, listen and weigh other people's opinions doesn't mean you have to go along with it by any means um, but emotionally strong by uh yeah just listening uh and then not just kind of paying attention ish but like take in what people are saying and uh think that like was deeper in my head the coffee hasn't kicked in yet (laughs) no i'm with you man listen i think listening is a huge takeaway i don't think know if anyone ever really mentions that it's normally more direct, but I, th- I think listening is such a thing that everyone passes over. Yeah, absolutely, and and especially with and I'm I'm guilty of this a lot of times with like if you have a device or something or or yeah. just um, you know you're on your phone, people are talking, checking your phone every so often. Um, even that lack of direct, like really paying attention, soaking everything in, um, and it doesn't even have to be the the deepest stuff. It's so many times it's like the the small things, if you're not having a deep conversation or whatever, my, one of the things that always, um, catches me is when like, I'll, I'll be talking to a friend I haven't talked to in a while. And they're just like, Hey, like how, how are your parents doing or whatever? And, right. and they'll bring something specific up and it's like, Oh, you remember last time we talked that like that. And that's, that helps just kind of build that strength of bond and yeah. whatnot. Um, and in the greater sense community, if there, you have that, if that's your friend, um, community that you have for sure yeah um, yeah but I think it can be strengthening yeah definitely yeah I like that listening is key at the that's pr- that's proven in relationships on the bandstand anywhere man listening is huge it's true it's just part of the truth um well cool man well thank you so much for coming over yeah, here and doing this me. show it's been awesome to catch up and hang it's been out great um I always do. Actually, you know, I think uh, we always do plugs. So I think what we'll do is let you do some plugs, and then we'll do another track. So why don't Let's you? Do so why don't we talk about you know your social media, where mm. people can buy your album, YouTube videos, shows, yeah. anything, anything that's um, on your mind. So you can find my album on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, any of that stuff. Uh, it's called Right Here and Now, uh, and it's just my singer songwriter name, which happens to be my real name. Owen Stevenson. Um, feel free to stream it on mute while you sleep, and I'll make seven cents every stream of the entire album. Um, YouTube, there's a fun video called Come To You. It's totally cheesy. Uh, it's that first track that we played, um, but it's a fun, fun little tune. And if you're getting married in the Chicago area, feel free to reach out to the Blue Water Kings and that's right. book me. <laughs> yeah, man. Because <laughs> that's where my actual income comes from. <laughs> yeah, that's how you make a living. Yeah. Exactly. No, that's awesome, man. Uh, did you say social media? Are you on, uh, uh, on Yeah, Instagram? Facebook, Owen Stevenson, 
yeah. Uh, for Instagram, it's at Owen C. Stevenson. Um, and that's what it is for most most things. Cool. Owen Stevenson Music on Facebook. Yeah, follow this guy. Follow me, follow guys. Follow this guy. And speaking of thing, uh, plugs, let's, yeah, let's do another track right now. Yeah, this is a, a nerdy song for musicians because the bridge goes into 5-8. Ooh. If you are not... Is it, in, is it grouped in two, three, or three, two, or uh, one, two, three, four, five? I don't do uh, three and two. Nice. Yeah, three and two. So there, when you're listening, five count to three and then one. one and then two. I mean, yeah. absolutely. The song's called "Save Me." It's uh, I, I bro- actually wrote this song as part of a, a singer-songwriter challenge called the Polar Vortex Challenge. Ooh. So we had a, like a really cold winter here a little right. while ago, yeah. And so some singer-songwriters from the Midwest that were all going through that didn't have a lot of inspiration and whatnot. Uh, we would get a phrase on a Sunday, and by the next Sunday, we had to write and record a song um, incorporating that or inspired by that phrase. That's awesome. Uh, so this one Everyone's was called... stuck inside. <laughs> this, yeah. This one was called Save Me. Uh, that was the um, phrase that we had to use. So nice. Creatively titled it just after that. Nice. And uh, yeah, so it, was, it got got some inspiration out, and it made the album. And you so. said Hunter Diamond is on saxophone on it, right? Uh, Hunter right? played on uh, Love is the Best Thing We Do. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on, the, on the last cool. track. There is too. no... Well, on Hunter Diamond, he's, uh, not only did it was, was, you know, he played on the gig uh, here in Chicago with me, but uh, also a fellow Hoosier and also past guest of the show. Yeah. So people, know, the listeners, if they're, uh, if they're you know, paying attention, know Hunter Diamond as well. Everything connects sooner or later. Yeah. All right, well, here's Save Me. Like a knight in shining armor comes across a tower, sees a chance to save the day. And he swears he sees a maiden high above her waiting just for him to whisk away. But the isolated princess, minding her own business, thinks the chivalry is stale. So she takes the stairs and passes by him, saying life is not a fairy tale. Didn't ask you Come round and save me out the disarray and i feel like i should mention that it's my intention to try this my way you know i'm counting all my blessings learning all my lessons maybe not the way you plan i know it's hard for you to sit there but i'll never get there if you hold my hand i didn't ask you come round and sing I'm just an asshole Maybe I'm pushing you away Maybe I'll trip and stumble Maybe everything will crumble Maybe I'll rue the day That's okay 
five in there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. One, two, three, one, two. Yeah. Equaling five. So for all those music nerds, like like counting, <laughs> like counting to numbers. Um, so yeah, that's awesome, man. Thanks again for coming on. I will plug some things myself. I always take this moment to plug Chad Coleman, who did the art for the show. He's, you know, I mean, it's my, it's it's a cartoon version of my face, but it's his art, and so I always think he's the face of the show in, in most ways. Uh, Chris Hackman did the intro and outro music for this show, and uh, total sweetie pie. Both of them have been on the show, so if you want to know more about Chad or Chris, go check out their episodes and then go look online at them. Um, uh, the Instagram for this show is Ryan is super strong. The Twitter is at super strong Ryan. You can email us at Ryan is super strong at gmail.com. And most importantly, if you like the show, which I know you do, if you're listening till, till now at this point, you must like something about it, which makes you probably a sick person <laughs> in some way. But yeah, go to uh, iTunes, Apple podcasts, and you know, give us a five star review and write something. Write something. You know, write a review. Make it positive or crazy. If you go and read the reviews, you can tell that they're basically all written by insane people. But there's a ton of reviews and they're all hilarious. So check that out. Be a part of the community and help the show grow. Um, yeah. With that, the the last thing that I always do is uh, talk to one listener or a group of listeners um, and try to make them up their game. So today's no different, and I'm gonna start doing that right now. All right, today I'm talking to a group of listeners that is bad at emailing. Um, we've talked about this before, actually, actually in Chicago, but we talked about it today with Owen, so I want to bring it back up because this time it's a different listener. Hey, man, when we email you something, you gotta answer. <laughs> you gotta answer. You gotta take that seriously. It's how we're communicating. If you want the gig, you're gonna get it that way. Emailing is important. Maybe that's annoying to say, but it just is. 2018, that's how we communicate. Texting is that way. You know, maybe we're all too reachable in, in, in some way. But hey, that's how it is. Until we figure out a better way, you've got to take part. <laughs> so if you're receiving emails, ignoring emails from people, or if you're emailing someone and thinking that you're entitled to someone else's time, that's also negative. So what I want you to do, rather than getting mad at somebody for not emailing quickly enough or anything like that, what I want you to do is listen to the advice of someone like Owen Stevenson, who said to listen, pay attention to your friends, pay attention to what's going on, and become better. If you listen to Owen, you go back in the archive and listen to the advice of all the guests of Ryan and Super Strong. Maybe one day, just maybe one day, you'll be super strong too. Just like Brian. <laughs>